Hello and welcome to the youth political podcast that is Politibabble. I'm Oliver Sykes, and as usual, I'm joined by my sublime co-host... Archibald Elliott. Well, welcome back to another week of the fantastic podcast that is Politibabble, that I've obviously just already reiterated. Um, if you didn't catch last week's episode, we were joined by Andrew Langen-Newton, leader of the Isle of Man Green Party. It was a pleasure to be joined by him uh, in the studio. Uh, but this week, uh, we're back to ourselves, uh, as per, um, and this week we are looking at um, the idea of um, patriotism, um, which is, is going to be an, an interesting one to discuss. I'm, I'm not entirely sure where we will... Um, see ourselves um, uh, 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 siding on, on the matter, but I'm sure that Archie's going to be very much pro, uh, which I assume I, I will be as well. Um, Oliver's uh, said there that he doesn't know where we'll stand, but then said where we'll stand. So well, yes. Well, we're, we're, not, we're not entirely sure at yes. the moment. But um, but we both know that we do love Politerable, so we're very patriotic towards it. Of course, of course. Um, indeed. Um but as well as this, we'll be looking at our uh, latest uh, current affairs and um, our special features as well, um, which we enjoy. So obviously, uh, stay stay tuned, keep listening, uh, as we, we, we've got a lot to talk about in this week's episode. Um, so in terms of um, what is um, patriotism, um, you, shall I go through that first, Archie, unless you have anything you want to start talking about? Well, I think it, it, it defines as the dictionary definition as devoted love, support and defence of one's country and national loyalty almost. And it's usually, as I'm sure we'll go into later, it's usually quite confused or confuzzled with the idea of nationalism, which is an entirely different uh, scheme of work, which is more the policy of indoctrination or asserting interests of one's own nation uh, as separate as the interests of other nations. So there's a slight difference there. It's almost an excessive form. It's, it's almost like a more enforced form of patriotism. So maybe I'd liken it to the likes of uh, socialism and communism, how communism goes a lot, lot further uh, than socialism. Some socialists don't want to ever progress to communists, just like some uh, patriots would never really seek to progress to the form of nationalism that hits so many countries. Well, of course, um, that, that 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 definition is very very good one. I, I'm sure that many of us, um, I, I'm certainly one of them, that has a, has a, a a great passion for my country, um, especially as being you know born on the Isle of Man. I, I do feel very passionate about that, as well do, as many others do. Um, but there are times when people don't. Uh, feel as passionate perhaps when the country is going through uh, crises that um, you know they they have got themselves into or you know not. Do you have an not, example? Um, well, perhaps. Um, do you mean over here or do you mean? Or is it anywhere? Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure that some uh, Russians at the moment are not probably particularly pleased with the the the, the Putin uh, the, the the sorry the Putin the, the the Putin regime. But, um, if, but if we look at it and think about we break down patriotism, it isn't necessarily it's not, it's not there as a love for the regime. You're not patriotic towards who's in power, but the true love for the country really is when you're just maybe disheartened with the way the the, the way the country is being led, the way the leaders are taking a country. It's really saying, no, I love my country so much that I will say, no, I, I, I don't want my country being wrecked by X, Y, Z. And many, many do. And it's almost, it's an innate love for the country. It's not a love for the regime or the crises that the country gets in. Patriotism's more this whole round of things that really is just being very, uh, to, to use the word in its own definition, very patriotic and very uh, love of one's own country. It's not necessarily related to that regime. And I think that's, again, a distinction that needs to be made because many people say, well, if you don't support our government, then you're not patriotic. Or if you don't support this, you're not patriotic. But patriotism comes in so many ways and can be almost expressed in so many ways. I think it's impossible to limit it to such confines. It really is just 
that po- patriotism comes in so many different forms. A person's love for their country could mean they go out and pick up litter because they view that keeping their own country and their environment really uh, staying proud of it. Or another person could say, well, patriotism to my country is enacting or taking part in our democracy, which I view as a key constituent uh, to our democratic system and our country as a whole. No, I, I do uh, completely uh, agree with those, those points that you've um, you know, put forward there, Archie. On the the matter that you know, it is what someone's perception is doing the right thing um, in, in one way or another. Um, I suppose that there are times. Has there ever been a time when when you've not felt um, sort of patriotic towards your your country? At I, all? I wouldn't say so. No. Would you? I, I did. I did joke. I would uh, just. Uh, just just for pure irony, because obviously we're on Manx Radio, it's kind of in the name. Manx. Oh, yes. I did joke for irony, I should just bring in a Union Jack, just to you know, stick behind. Yeah, well, uh, well funny, yes. funny enough, the, I mean, the Manx Radio colours, mm. they're not, um, they're not, they don't really have anything that sort of resembles the, the Manx flag. They don't really display the, the Manx flag, really. But they do have the nation station. They, they do, they do tagline. have, yeah. Uh, and obviously we have our the Ramsey Bakery time as well, which is now yes, your sponsored. Ramsey, yes. yes, of course, your Ramsey we Bakery should be, we time. We should be getting paid for this. We, 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 we're doing this every week now, uh, you know, talking about Ramsey Bakery time. They've never sponsored our show, so, you know, yeah. that's maybe what, what we should aim for, well, hopefully, sponsorship deals. Hopefully one day we'll, we'll, we'll get out our real demo and perhaps we will be live on air perhaps one day perhaps a, a youth we should get some merch out mer- merch, merch. Whatever, whatever yeah it's called i mean out. i think politibabble merch would look good i think our logo is exceptional yes yeah, just our, our heads you know yeah just, yeah brilliant i think archie's um spectacle it really <laughs> adds to it monocle yes, monocle yes, yes. sorry wrong terminology I think my I think my eyebrows do do really make make the logo. I have to say, mm. when Archie asked me, we're going a bit off topic here, but it's just it's funny. Isn't it? um, when Archie said uh, when he was cr- creating the new logo for Policy Bubble, <laughs> he said, "Oh, what feature do you want to have?" And I said, "Oh, my eyebrows." I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe that's because the feature I don't I like. I don't know. Um, yes. But yes. Um, it's interesting when I was sort of looking into uh, this topic. It says that, uh, that one of the sort of quotes I took from sort of some sort of research was that countries won't survive um, without um, pa- patriotism. Um, they, they won't survive or prosper. And I suppose that's one thing that we've seen in the UK a lot, uh, especially with the conservatives. Um, you know, they're very proud of um of the united kingdom and i suppose that's that whole idea with um not wanting to set to to separate it not wanting to see that sort of um you know separation especially with scotland that's more union yeah union distinction yeah yeah um but you know they're, they're very strong very strong on on it, I, 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 I have to say. I'd say some, some more than others, uh, as we have with any party, mm. there's a range range of opinions, but it, I think it is does stand to reason that a country would not survive or prosper without patriotism, because mm. the, if the citizens don't love their country, they're not really inclined to make their country better or have their country, uh, you know, proud and put it forth. And again, if we look at maybe if you aren't proud of your country, maybe you don't want the country to exist, so then the country would not prosper because it would cease to exist. So... It is a concept, I think, in all, in a way, we all do have an innate patriotism about our country because we are not necessarily proud of... Some people aren't necessarily proud of their government. They're not pushing forward, proud of the regimes who rule them, but they are generally quite proud of where they come from. If they go back in their adulthood and or even later in life, they think, well, this is where I grew up. They, they have a connection, and there's that connection to that place, which I do think builds this idea of patriotism. Obviously, some people maybe dislike where they are in the world, or dislike X, Y, Z, but I think still think nine times out of ten, I've not found research, I haven't been able to ascertain research on this, but I think still nine times out of ten, from my experience, if you put someone in the room and you argue about whose country is best, you end up arguing on the side of your own country or where you're from. Because there is that innate sense of patriotism that I think incurs for us, even from us, we have an attachment, and I think that attachment forms patriotism. But too often now, too often is now we see patriotism confused with nationalism. We see it confused, and while some people are nationalistic and others aren't, we see almost this uh, idea of being, say I'm a patriot or I'm patriotic, 
uh, is suddenly a bad thing, which is nonsensical because we've almost lost the meaning of the word. I think that's something very key uh, which has happened. You're you're exactly right there, Archie. I mean, we're just uh, an, echo, we're an echo chamber. No, on this no, podcast, no, 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 because um, like I've previously just stated it in the podcast, and I'll, I'll admit I, I was wrong here. It's good to admit when you're wrong. Um, it's how you, how you learn from things. But um, you know, I, I've I've sort of when I've been looking into this, I've been thinking, oh, and like I just said, you said, oh, well, that's actually being a unionist, mm. uh, and then you've got a nationalist, and you, you know, you've got these sort of variants in ideologies mm. um so it, it they do sort of blend into one in a sense um but they are they all are slightly different uh from each other um so yeah it, it's 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 interesting uh that we see see the different blends um but i suppose in terms of um like the the difference then between uh, patriotism and nationalism. What what would you say is the key difference that that, that separates them? J- just for our our listeners and and me and me in a sense. Well, I I, I would say it's just the going the extreme and, and saying that you, your country's ideas are better than anyone else's, which again isn't necessarily a bad thing when done in moderation, like anything, and even eating healthy eating. Uh, things are things are brilliant in moderation, but if they go to excess, it goes. It usually ends up going wrong. We see, I think, throughout history, we we see governments use patriotism, people's innate love for their country, to mis, mis misguide them, to mislead them, and lead them down a very harmful route that's usually damaging. But that's only when when it's done to extreme. If we're putting forward and we say yes, our country has done many great things, I, I see no problem with that. A, a small touch of a good touch of nationalism isn't a bad thing, I would say either. Uh, but if it's more when they go as a cover for intense nationalism and they almost go and maybe in in some ways they overlook what's logical. They overlook logical policy and they're so blindsided by we are our nation, so we must be right. It ends up, it doesn't go so well. It's brilliant to be almost a hub of multicultural living or taking the best ideas and moving forward with them. We see England, I think, the UK, United Kingdom has become a hub for multiculturalism. There's nothing more uh, English, I think, as, as some people say, to uh, go go out for a curry, which is hilarious. Or go out for a pizza, yes, or go out for a Chinese. Yeah. Or, we don't or, have a yeah. English cuisine that people go and think, I was going to have an English. Well, I mean, sort of... It's quite entertaining. Th- th- there's a lot of staple kind of um, mm. perhaps pub meals, you would say, for example, uh, um, I don't know, pie, pie and chips or, you know... Things of pie and mash. Pie and mash. But pie, and the, chip, pie and chips. But pie the, and hub, mash, the pubs yeah. which have exports around the world happen to be the Irish yeah. pubs. I mean, so there's this, just this hub. Well, well, what is it in terms of curry? It's the chicken tikka masala, isn't it? That's uh, <laughs> probably that's, yes. That's, it's not actually. It's not actually. It's not it's, even an Indian cuisine. It is actually an English thing because they've just like carbonara, which is another one. Yeah. I think the Americans uh, created or something. Mm-hmm. Or British, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah but um, going back to your point there, what I, what I said, I suppose. Um, Patriotism is is a is a good thing. Uh, it's it's not a bad thing. It, th- th- this is my view. Um, whereas we see nationalism when it goes too far, um, it, it it can can be a bad mm. thing. I mean, we've seen instances over over here on the Isle of Man in the past uh, with Manx nationalists. I'm pretty sure um, it will be quite a while back. Whether it was in I think maybe in the 90s uh, or the 80s, I'm I'm not not too sure. I'm pretty sure they. Um, set fire to houses or something mm. um but but in terms of patriotism there's not really much you can go wrong in the sense can you well it's it's, it's, it's only when it's mis- misleading yeah so oh sorry when it misleads people so it's almost when maybe you'd send people out to war just to line your pockets of your arms factories and saying well do your patriotic duty and go to war when in theory yes it, it's if it's done for the right reasons it's very useful and it's very good and it's honorable and it's outstanding but when it's done for the wrong reasons it then goes something totally wrong it's more when they use it and they use buzz buzzwords like mm-hmm. it's, uh, well, it's patriotic duty or it's now we see more buzzwords happen like it's racist to do that or it's uh, transphobic to do that or it's is to do that or uh, ick to do whatever 
it's almost when it's used just as a buzzword when it's subjugating from its from its meaning i think that's when it starts to go downhill usually yeah i think i think it's perhaps used to to guilt people as well into doing things so you know oh you're not doing that oh that that's ridiculous you know you should be showing you should be showing your affection you should be showing uh you know doing your duty for your country but but what Um, would that refer to necessarily well i because yeah. in, mo- in most cases, I would probably agree, you should be doing your duty for your country. Yeah. But it's only when it's misused for not actually doing the duty for the country. It's to do for another mean, and that, that's where well, I think it goes. Sort of so, for instance, if you're wanting me to refer to an example, I could perhaps suggest that, you know, one is not particularly, um, doesn't celebrate a particular event or day that is very um, meaningful to your country uh, or your area or perhaps uh, or, or other things such as oh, I don't trying to think what else could be classed as it really unless you have it unless you have anything well I'd say it's mainly people showing disdain for maybe say, natural environment littering I would, I would argue is a patriotic mm-hmm. duty not to litter or, yeah. or just just you know being disrespectful being discourteous or like burning flags yeah, uh, is 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 anything form of disrespect? I would say it isn't really being upstanding citizen, but I still think it's it, it is built in the majority of us to be proud of our country. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that. It's it's being proud of our country culture and preserving that culture. I think that's what does make the world so interesting. Because if we got rid of patriotism, we'd all mm. end up thinking the same. We'd end up like 1984, where we all think the same. We all do the. Have I come down? No, you're 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 all right. You're oh, all I, I think I just um. Hit my oh I hit my cable yeah, yeah, on, no, on my head, headphones. You're, you're so all good. You're I, was, all good. I was wondering why it, it, um, it, 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 it cut off from my ears, but yeah. it's my cable. But can you hear now? Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I can hear now. It's, it's, it's just a bit of a, a new experience for me on, on the desk, guys. So apologies if there are any tef- technical difficulties today. No, um, I managed to twist my cable and it's just yeah. it's gone gone a bit odd. But going back to my point about oh god. Um, Showing, uh, so your country, this is what, uh, globally, if we scrap oh, yes, yes. patriotism, we'd be we end up like 1984, but we all end up thinking the same. And rather, if we have patriotism, we're, we're, we're proud of our country, we're fond of our country, we love our country, we then men, may end up more can, you know, keeping these different cultures, not just amalgamating into one uh, right-think uh, sort of move. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um yeah, in a sense, it, it, it's it's an important um, it's an important issue, um, and it's it's definitely definitely not a, a bad thing uh, in my in my view. Um, so I think I think really we've come to the conclusion. I think I don't think unless mm. there are any other points that you wish to sort well, of. Well, there's there's more there's more there's more points to make the case yeah. for patriotism. I think I think mainly I find issue with how patriotism has been misunderstood mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. Which because, is like, for, for instance, yeah. how I've got got muddled up with the differences, and it's not really talked about. But at least in your case, you're not putting a negative no, connotation there. No, no, of course the, not. The, the, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare do such a thing, Archie. <laughs> uh, or you get another pay cut. Uh, but no, the, the negative connotations with it are really it's, it's almost. I would I would deem it the woke brigade. It's become uh, is because it's become um, almost unreputable now to go and hoist up a British flag or a, a flag of Saint uh, Saint George's flag or even go out and say, no, we should go and keep our old statues of our country's heritage, or even go keep old times. I think there's a case uh, in the news where it's going out to a consultation or something in the UK. They're going to get rid of... I forgot, there's, there's a borough in northern, north London, I'll get, I'll get it up in a minute, uh, where they want to remove it because of links to some unsavory activity or like slavery or something like that. But it's almost they, they want to cleanse our history of anything. Yes, we recognise certain things were bad, but... It doesn't mean we should suddenly rip down statues or change place names. And yes, I'd say that that isn't a form of patriotism to just go wipe your country clean. It's almost saying, I'm not going to accept you as I did that. And I, I think that was, it's, yes, it's the um, entire suburb of Tulsi Hill um, wants to be cancelled as the council decolonizers uh, closes. And that was in The Guardian, uh, I think, yesterday. Not the Guardian, no goodness, not the Guardian. The Guardian wouldn't say anything of the sort. No, it's in the Telegraph yesterday, the much more reputable paper uh, that it is. Oh yes, um, the, the the Guardian. You're you're not a fan, are you? Um. <laughs> yes, no, certainly not. Well, 
does that conclude our, our section on, on, on patriotism? Well, it's probably good to give a alternative Alternative view, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'll, give, I'll give an example from, I think, uh, Benedict Anderson was writing in 91 um, and was rebutting, uh, really saying that, I actually know, uh, yes, he, was, he argued that most communities are imagined. So there's almost no, uh, it's, it's neither having a feeling of obligation towards other countries of uh, our community, other members of our community is really not, is, is, is not completely rational. But it's almost this idea that countries are that communities are imagined i think so almost this idea of communities are imagined really can we have a form of patriotism because after all we are just you could argue all countries are just imagined so if countries are just imagined is there any real need to have patriotism i think it's the alternative view i present and throw at you oliver um i i struggle to agree with that that viewpoint um i, I just do you not believe that nation states are made up well, they are, they are. So then, is there any point to be proud of a made-up thing? Well, that's just silly. That's just silly, isn't it? I just, yeah, we need to be proud of, proud of of our of our of our uh, states. I I don't see why it should be scrapped. So if if so if let's say uh, you have a little puppet there and you call it the king and you say it rules mm-hmm. over me, is it is it right to be? Is it is it is it makes sense to be proud of that? It's a made-up thing. Well, it's. Uh, I just, just playing devil's advocate. Well, it depends what you you feel is is Im- important, isn't it? Um, everything's made up, isn't it? So then, is why is there any point of being proud of something that's made up? Oh, this is just this is more philosophical. This Archie. Um, well, it's, it's a key it's, point. It's, it exists, doesn't it? It's not made up. It exists. But you've just admitted that a country is made up. Everything is made up. Well, so how can it exist and be made up? It can't be the two states at once. Mm. Just asking questions. I know, I know. I know you're just asking questions, but it's, it's putting me in a difficult position. It's like Rishi Sunak today being asked about... Uh, oh, we'll come, we'll come, we'll yeah, come on we'll to that. We'll come, we'll come on to that in your uh, UK and international news section, Archie. Um, but yes, it's difficult to see... Um, I mean... <laughs> We, I, I was hoping to put in avoid the question, which, uh, <laughs> well, which, we, which we, you're trying to do now. Which we're trying uh, but, to do now. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll point to another example. I think uh, uh, Kat, uh, Kat Erb in 2000, he, he strengthens his claim of irrationality to be mm-hmm. uh, patriotism, uh, pa- uh, patriotic. He argues that citizens are not exactly discernible individuals uh, and that social ties are impersonal and invisible. So such a position of being patriotic is contrary uh, to reason and is hence an immoral belief. So if something is really, they're not discernible individuals or it's not really a society exists, is it really, is it, is it any point being patriotic? That that if... Well, if, if the nation states don't exist, if citizens aren't really part of a nation state, if they're not discernible individuals, it, and it's irrational, therefore, to just be proud of something that isn't real, is there any point to being patriotic? Because you've admitted that nation states, or you, you might want to retract that, but you've said that nation states aren't real. You've, you've admitted they're made up. So why? Is well, they are. Re- to- they are real. I, I will. I will withdraw my comments. I will withdraw my comments. There, they are real. But I'm, what I'm no. What I'm saying is, is that things are made up. That's but, what but, I'm but, saying. Let's point to another example. We see many of the country's borders over the past hundred years have massively changed. It's made up because it didn't exist in the first place. There we go. No, but no, it but, is but, real. But, but is it? Is it? Let's because say, it's now formed. But but so we go to let's say uh, parts and uh, you go back to wind back clock to the 1400s when Britain controlled a large uh, controlled a good 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 chunk of France. So that was then part of Britain or England at the time because it wasn't yet an active union. Should then those who live in parts of France be patriotic towards England? Ooh. How do you class patriotism? Is patriotism yeah. is the links to one's country? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Is it rational for them to be proud of the country they become? Or are we going back to ethnic homelands? Well, there you go, and it's personal choice, isn't it? You know. Uh... Oh, it just, it just, it just, yeah, 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 no. Um, if, if, if a state doesn't exist... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not really. I I will I will say no comments. Uh, I, I will not for the. But do you not believe that these things are just arbitrary lines that divide us? Well, but 
No. So you don't, you don't believe that a line on the map, uh, you believe a line on the map really does mean, mean something? Well, yes. So I point you to an example of Africa, which in the scramble for Africa, the scramble for concessions oh, in the God. 1800s, we <laughs> just drew lines up. The Europeans literally carved up Africa by drawing a ruler and drawing a line. That's why there's so many straight lines on the African borders. Should those then in those countries be just, it, it means something to them? Because for most of them, it didn't. They still kept within their ethnic homelands. But most things, uh, that that was in a... In a... The world is far more developed now than it than it was but then. We, but we imposed lines on people. Should that mean something? Someone is imposed something on you. Someone said, uh, you were born here, therefore you are X, Y, Z. Or you live here and we've changed our borders, so now you're X, Y, Z this. Does that, does that mean something? Well, things change, don't they? And whatever it is at the time is, is what it is, isn't it? But then but surely that means it, it, it has no real meaning. Because if things just change, well... Tomorrow it could be this, tomorrow it could be that. So is there then any point of being patriotic to something that's going to change in five, ten years? Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a difficult one to answer in my in my view. It's it's a hard question. Um, and I, I'm, can I press you for an answer? You, you can press me for an answer. And I do believe that, say, if the Isle of Man was to completely change and was to, I don't know... Form part of uh, Ireland? Then I would still then I would probably be proud of Ireland. Really? Well, because it's no longer the Isle of Man, is it? So you wouldn't be proud of I'd Mac. be proud of I'd be proud of this area that if it was connected to Ireland, but I would be I would be Manx still, because that's what it was at the time that I was born. I don't know. We're just digging into <laughs> we're just digging into a I, I, we're just digging into a, a hypothetical here, which is uh, not not what I'm here to do. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you not agree with my do, what, I'm playing devil's advocate. Here. I know, it's yeah. and it's leading me into difficult waters. Uh, <laughs> we've had Oliver's... So on this programme today, we've had Oliver's questions of what it means to be patriotic questioned. Where Oliver now says, if we were part of Ireland, I'd be proud to be Irish. Well, uh, if if you... So, when we were... Here we go. When we were part of the EU, were yep. you proud to be part of the EU? No. How come? I, I didn't support yeah. the EU particularly as a bureaucratic institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be proud to be part of the EU because I don't believe there is such thing as an EU citizen. I prefer individual nation states. Mm-hmm. It was useful as a block to travel. Do you but... believe in li- Do you believe in 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 lines and that that a country that we were it was just a gl- it was just the earth before we we divided up and people ruled and people uh, you know discovered countries. I think it's useful to be proud of our communities that we reside in. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with the, the creating, with creating our communities. Answer. No, I think it's the right to create our communities, and they do generally draw up their own lines, and they do over time for their own lines. I think it isn't necessarily the most helpful thing to go in and divide up a country and cut through clear ethnic lines. That's ridiculous. But we, again, if we look at it, we have certain parts where, let's say, where countries they spit over and they overlap between the two and the group lives in between the two countries and they're not necessarily proud of the country they're from but they have a patriotism towards the community they come from which I think is the much more important because we are born into a community we have the community aspect well you basically answered what I should have said earlier but uh, I couldn't quite get it but out I, 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 the, I, I, the, I, and the I, interrogation was not helping but, 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 uh, but I, I could probably argue back my own point cause, but, but yeah. we, 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 do, we do run out of time we do. So essentially, we'll we'll wrap up uh, patriotism now, and that I will put on the record what I what I, you know, will say that, that he is I, really I, just Irish. I, I'm very no, I'm very <laughs> oh no, I'm very pro uh, patriotism. I believe it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, as as you know, we 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 set out our discussion to be, which is basically to uh, oppose that that view, um, and essentially, uh, I I um, you know. Is basically, I agree with much of the points that Archie's uh, reiterated, and you know, I will retract what I really said on Ireland, and I would be proud. To, I am proud to be Manx, and I would continue to be uh, proud to be Manx, even if we did become a part of Ireland, if that ever happened. Um, uh, hopefully it, not. Hopefully not. But um, I, I, I will. Uh, yes, but but if you know, if if we did join Ireland, I would be proud to be our. To be part of Ireland still, it, it's complicated. Even if you weren't a supporter of becoming part of Ireland, you would then suddenly change your view. But then, and then be we'd proud be of part it. of Ireland, so I would still be 
proud to be Manx. Would you not try it's to like get a lot rid of, of it? But it's a lot of people who like. Well, we're, we're going back into the topic here, aren't you? Which I'd rather not like to do. No, but, but let's say Ireland took us over, or a country took. Let's say a country blob uh, decided to take us over involuntarily. We didn't choose. To I would be, be proud over. to be Manx because that's what but I was no, born but, as. No, blob yep. takes us over. We didn't choose to be taken over. We're now part of blob. Would you be proud to be part of blob? Well, yes. Even though you didn't want it to be taken over blob by blob. Well, in the end, I wouldn't be happy in the first instance, but I'm sure over time I would grow to be fond of that country. Interesting. Even that country just exploited you. I wouldn't be happy then. That's why I find it. It's an interesting line because it I, would, I it st- depend. It depend. If, how it, it if I wasn't out. voluntarily, so if I didn't like the country. Hmm? Uh, mm. It's difficult when you play hypotheticals because you know there's lots of instances that the person sort of. No, because I, I I would keep my original position. I, if I was taken, if I was part of a country and I was taken over by another country, I still would not accept that other country taking over my sovereignty of my country. I I wouldn't view that as right. Yes, no, no, definitely. But I mean, over time, that that view could change, which is what mm. I'm trying to say. But to, to sum up, if I didn't the... ha- if I didn't have a problem with that, if 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 we fell into difficulty and, you know, we had to become, we agreed with this country, you know, we're going to join you, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm just, yeah. Well, to sum up well, the devil, was, yeah. to, to sum up my own views, I believe patriotism is a good thing. It helps bring us together. It creates a sense of community. It's not really linked to nationalism. It's just a love for our country, yeah. a good, strong connection to our country. That is a good thing. It's good to be proud of our country. And it does generally build a country to be a better item. But to sum up on the devil advocate, the alternative uh, point of view put forth on Pitten Hour today, <laughs> nation states do not truly exist in a form. And even if they do exist, it's, it's, pointless to be, it's irrational to be proud of them because they're just arbitrary lines drawn on a page. And it's irrational to have care for a fellow citizen just purely because they were born next to you. It doesn't make sense. It has no rational uh, hinge on, on opinion. But obviously I've disagreed with that. I've put forward my case to disagree agree with uh, a devil advocate view. I think that's probably something useful to do in future, uh, play devil's advocate. So we get a wide range of views on political. Yeah, well, just to wrap up, I've just quickly forgotten, but um, we did have a suggestion from... Um, we did? We did have a couple of, of points from our uh, listeners. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Um, but yes, um, which... We were. I'm really sorry. I I slid up listening into Studio One, so you've got you've got a little hint of Studio One there. It's a hint um, of Alex. In the but but I, I I'll redo that. So we had a few of our listeners get in touch. I put out a little call earlier this uh, this afternoon to see what their view was. Uh, Sam, who's a regular contributor to this section, said if they are ju- if they are just proud of their homeland and culture whilst it's still being tolerant of all, then it's fine. Um, and then we got another one, which is completely irre- not related, but one of our previous guests, uh, Mika, said, "Excited to hear this one will be a great debate." Well, we've had a great little, <laughs> we've had a great little time. Agreement. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've had, a, but we've, yes. we've we've had little. Uh... But but to, to respond to Sam's comment, I I don't necessarily think to it, it, the person doesn't necessarily have to be tolerant of other cultures necessarily if they feel for example that their own culture is being destroyed because other cultures are being impressed on it i don't think therefore we should be necessarily tolerant i think we should be tolerant to other cultures existing and having their own space but a culture should not impress on another culture so i think it is again they can be proud of their homeland and culture while still being tolerant of them all i think the tolerance has to be applied when it is fair to apply tolerance and where it is obviously acceptable to apply tolerance and obviously i would say you we, we, if someone was to suddenly impose their culture on me i wouldn't be particularly tolerant of that happening but i think on the whole he, he has a, he has a he has a solid point but i think there, there needs to be still a caveat uh, added to that tolerance well i, I completely agree with you yeah. and obviously as we said we'll we'll move on now so uh, we will of course now be looking at our my favorite section of course which is isle of man news uh, which should be coming on right now. Don't know why it isn't. Um, ah, that'll be why. There we go. We have now the Isle of Man news for this week. There's been no cause to review our approach to COVID, says the Isle of Man's public health director. Preparations are underway for the anticipated TT demand, says Manx Care. On top of this, there is active cases dropping below 2,000 as we've seen a big spike 
as well as this, we have also seen government keeping open mind on physical, on child physical punishment laws. So there we go. That wraps up um, Manx News. Just a, looking at a, a little bit of the headlines, as well as this, um, I might as well just uh, go th- go through it again. Um, but uh, with um, Manx Care claiming four percent a pay offer um, would put staff ahead of England, but they they rejected the offer uh, and a new minimum wage rate. So I thought just quickly add a few more on there um so yeah that's 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 interesting um this firstly we'll start off with um tt preparations uh with with co with covid so next week they're aiming to scrap covid restrictions yippee um but we're going to be seeing a lot of pressure Presumably, we're going to still have COVID cases in the hospital still. I mean, I don't know how this is all going to really work because people are going to be in the hospital, though we're scrapping the testing. We're moving to the endemic stage for those of you that don't know. We're going to have £9 for a testing set? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, um, which is quite concerning. And obviously, as I just mentioned, the COVID cases have hit around 2,000 in the past week, um, and the first headline that I suggested was that the, the, the public health director has said that this variant is no more um, deadly. It's just um, a bit more... Infe- it's just... Uh, I'll get what she set up. I don't want to be um, drawing conclusions. Um, but yes, essentially... And it's popped away, has the article. Um, just finding it here. Yes, um, no cause to review our, our uh, planned change to COVID approach um, because Henrietta says the BA2 variant of Omicron, now widespread on the island, is 80% more transmissible. There we go. I was right. It is transmissible than the Omicron strain. So that is why we're seeing such huge amount of cases, um, but it's not causing any greater severity of the illness. Yeah. Yet. So on March 31st, we're due to move to the endemic stage. Um and you know that 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 is a big jump. Um, it does sort of really wrap up our COVID experience on the yes, island. Yes, and finally we can stop mentioning it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> there, might, there might be a, a ban. Uh, I'm not sure. Yep, there's a ban. There's a ban. There already was a ban. All of them. There already was a ban, but I keep breaking it, which is really but bad. Another good news: food duties dropped five p a liter. Oh yes, I missed that one. Mm. There's just always so much to get through. There's, there's, um, there's, there's really, which I do apologise. There's a really interesting case on the island because we have two main petrol providers or fuel providers. We have uh, Max Petroleum and EVF. And the other day when I was talking, I won't mention which one was which. Save on uh, legal expenses, of course. Uh, but one was sixty-three. 163 mm-hmm. pence per litre for diesel. And right. the other one was 153 pence per litre for diesel. Or 162 was one of them. And it was quite ridiculous. The 10 is 10p difference. Is it? Or 9p uh, difference. Um, I can't read. Really, I would have to introduce the names, mm. which I'm not going to do. Um, but yeah, no. Um, we're, we're and, today, and today, I actually saw passing one petrol station that diesel was at 163. Super unleaded, usually more expensive than diesel, was a one fifty nine. Wow! And it, basically, they hadn't reduced the price of diesel. Mm-hmm. So whether they'll be keeping their rates the same just to uh, gain the extra five pence per litre, who will know? It'd I mean, interesting to see. I'm not a uh, a driver, so I don't buy fuel or or any other motor vehicle um, that, that that needs to be powered by by fuel. So I, I'm not too familiar with how much, you know, I I, I don't have the experience of it. Um, but yes, the the government keeping uh, open mind on physical punishment laws. This comes as Wales outlawed um, the physical punishment of children in any form um, to be. I think it's uh, illegal. But um, if you look, at, if you look at it, I, I I'd say child abuse on any sort is absolutely mm. morally in, 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 irreprehensible and wrong. But a, a smack, I, I really don't see. I I I I don't see the cause to make it illegal. Maybe make it discouraged. Oh well. Mm. But, but the problem is what's discouraged. But the problem is, we're, 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 we're coming to parents should be able to smack parent- their child. No, I didn't say that. 
I, I'm just, I'm I just saying. Parents should saying. be able to parent in their own way. And we have seen in recent years an entire detriment to the young population. And that has been a direct fault of either policies being introduced, social change, not spending time at home, a lack of family values. And we have seen a massive uh, change in the way we treat our children. And we wonder why we're seeing an increase in antisocial behaviour. We wonder why we're seeing a discipline problem in schools. We wonder why we're seeing uh, the rudeness uh, just just increase in, in large levels. I sound like an eight-year-old here when I say this. But we have really become, I think, too soft as a community. Yes, obviously, child abuse, I would say, in all forms, is wrong. But... There's a very large difference, I think, uh, between between the two, and they 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 liken uh, f- full on injuring a child, which is uh, completely wrong, mm-hmm. to a light snack, which is entirely different. And it might just be on off the cuff, and it wasn't intentional, but that would then be illegal and be prosecutable, which is nonsensical. And then you have children uh, complaining or threatening uh, to, say, to say to their parents, "Well, uh, I'm going to say that you snapped me." And how would you pr- proving these cases would be entirely implausible and it would be hard to prove. And in child abuse cases, they 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 they, they should have intervention. They do have intervention, mm-hmm. but in, in what they're banning here, child abuse is already banned. I, I I don't get what they what they're trying to achieve with this. So I think it's again a waste of legislative time. Yeah. To undertake. No, and um, like you say, a child could perhaps you know make make an accusation. But, um, but the child abuse cases are already being investigated. They rightly should be investigated, and they're rightly covered already under the law. So I'm really confused. What they what what they want to ban here because anything severe is already or detrimental to the child's health is already banned under law. So I, I find it very confusing. Well, would you like to move on to a bit of UK and international? Well, there's news? one thing which is I I, I was looking at, I was reading today, uh, watching watching a Sky a clip of Stein News and was mm-hmm. uh, interviewing the Sunak and asking uh, Rishi Sunak about his wife's uh, father's business a company which has dealings or shares in a company that has a delivery office in Russia or something. And I found it very, very confusing. We don't need the music. We do, we do. It's the UK news. It's a discussion. It's a discussion. I know, actually. We'll Um, just have it down in the background. But I find it very, very confusing why he was, why the interviewer, uh, she was asking Sunak about XYZ because I'm very, very sure if that was a female chancellor and that was a male interviewer interviewing the female chancellor about her husband's father's business dealings, the interviewer would be accused of being sexist or a misogynist, that uh, it was suddenly that a woman should be responsible and be answered to her her husband's... It's it's ridiculous. Yes, Uh, if it were... Sunak is not a shareholder of that company, or at least is not involved in the running of that company. He should not be expected to know what happens in that company, nor does he have really any influence on, on that regard. So I find it very, and even if he does it, he can't exercise that because he is the Chancellor of the United Kingdom. I find it uh, a very row line of questioning. I think it's, it's frankly wrong. But if we're, you know, looking at leading an example, surely, um, you know, the Chancellor of the Exchequer and his family should be set an example. But is it his wife's family? Well, yeah, I suppose he, that he, is, yeah. He, he, well, are we to now assume that the uh, the male person in the household must have control over what the wife's or the family does? No, that's ridiculous. Uh, again, uh, yeah, these I'm things only, are run, I'm and they're usually not run question. by the individuals. They are they are run by the companies. The companies make their business decisions. And he said he has advised businesses, X, Y, Z, but he has he, he no real, con- he shouldn't have control over what his wife's business or his wife's father's business chooses to do. It's ridiculous that we have a th- this line of questioning. There's many more pressing issues of the day and maybe like, asking, well, what will we be doing to cut the tax uh, cut the tax uh, heavy uh, heavy uh, impact on low-income people? Or what will we be doing to do this or do that or solving the actual issues of the day rather than just having this uh, petty tittle-tattle which really does nothing? Well, um, are there any further UK or international news stories you, you'd like to cover? Um, or, or well, we have P- P&O, P&O oh, yes, not yeah. f- ferriers, not related to cruisers. They mm. are a separate company. Is good to remind people. Uh, they're interesting. You have 800 UK workers in favour of hiring agency workers. I think at about 550 per hour rather than the minimum wage because they're registered in Cyprus. They don't have to use the UK minimum wage. And their boss has admitted to MPs that they not consulting on cuts broke the law because they didn't consult unions so that will be very interesting to see what will happen yeah no it is interesting i mean it's um it's 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 not good what pno have done um so so yeah uh would you would you like to 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 move on then 
to one of our specials. You, you choose. Okie dokie. Well, we will move on and we will uh, look at perhaps one of our special features here on Politia Babble. Um, which is. You, you sound very much like uh, Andy Wintz when you say Politia Babble. Uh, Politia Babble? Yes, yes. It's very, it's very, very entertaining. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, I take that as a compliment. Uh, <laughs> so, are, are, are we wanting to do fill the cabinet this week? Or are we wanting to do avoid the question? It's up to you, Your Archie. choice, Oliver. Oh, no. And my computer has sadly um, departed from us. So, um, I'll have to be using my phone uh, for, for the rest of the episode. Uh, which see, I'll just uh, have to get This is why, uh, Oliver, should be all girls and bring uh, one of these cables here. It's a charger. I, I have a charger uh, in my bag, but I thought, it was, oh. I thought it was with, would withstand the rest of the podcast, Archie. Um, How's the possible? Well, I think, is that a sign to, uh, yes. Well, what should we do? Well, I can still use, I can use my phone. Well, like um, I said, it's yes, your, your choice. Okay, well. We're, we're very indecisive here on well, today, Oliver. We are. It's okay, our, let's be affirmative. Let's answer a question of what will we do? Okay, well, let's, let's be, uh, let's be affirmative in our decision. And let's go for, we will bring back, uh, of, of, uh, fill the cabinet next week. Yes. We'll yeah, have, uh, we'll go, we, we like to, because we, we only introduced that new, new special a few weeks ago. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep rotating. So let's go with avoid the question and perhaps I shall try and avoid the question unless you want to avoid He's been the doing question. it all episodes. So he's, okay, he's done well, enough for today, I think. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put forward, um, I'll put forward some questions to you then, Archie. Hmm. So, um, yesterday, um, the the spring statement mm. um, was wonderful ma- statement yeah. <laughs> was made by Rishi Sunak, mm. um, which is going to inevitably uh, leave families um, in in quite um, uncomfortable positions financially. Yes. Um, do you believe that is a? I, I take it you're. A t- we'll, we'll go for your Tory minister because uh, you know you like doing that kind of stuff. Um, do you believe that's okay? Well, the government can only do so much to protect its own citizens, I think. And we must remember there is a £330 tax cut for the uh, lowest, uh, the less well-off in society. I think that's a very good thing. The government, again, it's only able, and this is my actual view, actually, that the government is only able to do so much for its own citizens. It, it can't survive, really, by... by, by um, bludgeoning all the costs on itself it, it can only do so much and it is providing i think and it's very beneficial 330 pound tax cut what else is it supposed to do well you know we are seeing um uh, the 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 that we've seen the fastest rates um of uh inflation in the past 30 years archie uh, isn't it not important to look at the fact that um families are you know especially the 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 poorest households that um that, that we're not doing enough to support them well would you not say it's not doing enough by giving 30 million workers uh saving them 300 pounds uh, or even cutting income tax for the first time and again with the fuel duty is being cut by five pence and in the pandemic the government has done an awful lot to keep those most disadvantaged in society afloat and give them uh, the help that they need and again i i i think we, they may have gone too far in that regard and put us into more debt which is even more important why now it starts to get finances back on track because if we can't provide finances tomorrow what good is it providing finances today we must provide and we must prosper for the future generations we had the biggest cuts, net cuts in personal taxes in over a quarter of the century. We must remember we are actually, it is helping the poorest in our society uh, and, it, and it is doing a good job. We, we face unprecedented times and the government is only able to stem that decline so much. Well, if the Conservatives want to build back better, Archie, why are we facing more tax cuts? That is building back better. Tax uh, directly links to building back better. The lower the taxes, the faster the country prospers. I shall point you to an example of Hong Kong in the 60s where they chose not to look at all the statistics. They didn't choose to take GDP and all of the malarkey. They cut tax rates. They had low tax rates and it prospered. It grew into one of the largest financial hubs in the world in only like 30, 40 years. And, and that is astounding of what... Uh, free market economics can do and that is exactly what we should be implementing we should be implementing tax cuts which enables growth it enables more money into the pockets of the individual rather into the coffers and ill-managed money of the state um 
And finally, mm? sanctions are, um, in terms of the, the UK government, um, I, I don't believe that they are sanctioning um, Russia uh, enough at the moment. How can they sanction Russia more? Well, they can, um, instead of targeting you know businesses in Russia... They can look at the people around Putin and his regime and actually target them. Is that not exactly what the government is doing, Oliver? The government has introduced uh, sanctions on uh, many, many Russian oligarchs who are part of Putin's closest circle. They have sanctioned Putin himself and Nostakovich, his foreign minister. The, go- the, the government is actually sanctioning exactly what you put out. And it's not harming the Russian people. And why should we harm and make the Russian people pay, which is exactly what we're not doing? We are sanctioning those exactly round and Putin's inner circle. I find it confusing why you've brought that up. Shouldn't we have... Well, uh, this may have been, you know, developing, but surely we should have... state of affairs. Surely we should have implemented this earlier on the government the can only act so fast and it must make sure it is targeting the right individuals. Why would you, if you were, for example, being targeted by a foreign state where you had many billions of pounds of assets, would you want to at least make, want them to make sure that you are part of what they're saying you're going to do rather than just off the cuff, just go and sanction individuals with nothing related to it? The government acted as fast as it reasonably could and it did a one of the world leadings on some sanctions and his and other countries follow suit after it countries don't have a combined range of sanctions different countries follow at different rates and the uk has been faster in some regards and slower than others well thank you archie for avoiding the question this week on political uh, if you have any questions well, they, you they, want... those probably do align with my views so it would rather rather easy well there you go um i, I do find that last question very funny yeah yes. yeah yeah is there any questions you'd like to ask me or no no, no 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 well i suppose that will wrap up today's episode mm. here on politibabble um it's it's been a, a, a great one a pleasure um, as usual of course uh, it's been great i'm really enjoying it at the moment um and in terms of of next week um I, i've put forward a few suggestions to, to archie of what we may do uh, I'm not entirely sure whether he's uh, opting for them at all. I suggested that we could perhaps look at uh, the monarchy and whether that should end. I mean, it's all really should things end. Um, I was in a very, uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, nihilism, nothing nothing exists. There. Yeah, yes. yeah, I get what you mean. Yes. Mm. Or perhaps we will look at... Mm. Um, Drugs and 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 their advantage and, and and whether they have advantage. I'm not sure whether Archie's looking at me. Whether they uh, whether we should be implementing. Uh, we we might know, need a re- guest for that one. I think. Yes. Yeah. Well, Archie, unless there is anything specific that we are going to be covering next week, uh, if you do have any suggestions, mm. we'd love to hear from you as usual uh, here on Politibabble. Or if you want to come on as a guest, do let us know. Get in touch at Politibabble uh, on most social media uh, or Politibabble at gmail.com. I think we do have a TikTok, although we no longer use that. That might be a medium to get out to you. I saw the Jersey government the other week created a TikTok account that was rather entertaining. The Isle of Man police apparently have one now, I read somewhere, uh, which is very obscure. I think they're posting about police tractors the other week. I saw on Facebook or something. That is indeed, yeah. So if you do want to listen to any more of the podcasts, uh, you can go to manxradio.com forward slash podcast forward slash politibabble. And of course, as we have reiterated, you can get in touch with us on the various uh, social media uh, platforms at uh, politibabble, which is our handle, or at politibabble at gmail.com. And that concludes today's episode. Yes, hope you had a spiffing time listening to it. I'm sure. Rather, rather good fun. So you've been Politibabbled. Cheerio.